What up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And thank you all for tuning in for another episode. We got a lot of talk about today. We're going to be talking about the decline of albums, disparities between Oof. the income of mainstream and independent artists, and of course, the big news, Travis Scott's Utopia. So make sure you stay tuned to the very end. We got a lot lit. more to talk about. Go ahead and check out the website as well. We got a lot of great content. If you're an independent artist, go ahead and send us your music. Of course, we want to send you guys to the next stage and also help you promote your music. So go ahead and do that. And lastly, of course, if you like what you hear, make sure you like subscribe go ahead and tell a friend i think that's all i gotta say let's not waste no time and let's get to it yeah all right adam so, what's your weekly what's uh, this week's playlist title playlist and leading single so i'm not sure i'm sure this happens to you too but sometimes there's songs that just keep our videos that keep appearing in my instagram feed over and over again mm-hmm. so i keep saying this georgia smith song of her recording with like a dance hall song and they're like and at a amazing. dj it's booth like, and they're dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the little things that get me. <laughs> so I'm going to say that that will be the title and name of my playlist just because mm-hmm. we're trying to enjoy the summer. Mm-hmm. That was the last summer before I, before I hopefully officially have a job. And summer changes that meaning where it's no longer that break from school. And it's just like you, you work for the rest of your life. I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. So try and enjoy those little things that get you high, whether yeah. legally or legally. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing now? What's your playlist title? I'm doing well, man. And also, it's good to see Georgia back. She's also dropping to plan. She's planning to drop an album soon. I don't know when, but she's coming back in, in full force. My Something about yeah. those British singers. British singers, for some reason, I feel like I have the best voices. 100%. They're, dude, they're on a new wave. Like I think that uh, American music, especially for 2023, has been a little bit on a, uh, a standstill. And British music is really on the rise. It really is. Uh, for this week, my playlist title is going to be called Currents. Um, of course, currents are beautiful, but they're also really aggressive. They're physical. It reminds me of okay. challenges. Life, you get through difficulties, but at the end of it, there's going to be a nice horizon, and that difficulty is going to shape you up. Of course, we both graduated from college, so this is the time we have to grind yeah. and turn our focus. Anyone out there has a goal out there, just keep grinding, keep going through it, because um, at the end yes, of the sir. day, it will it will turn out all right. And the song for that will be Bob Marley's uh, song from his album Survival, which I got right here. I bought a couple of vinyls. I stopped by Records for a second yeah, again. Yeah, see with the swimming. Yeah, met you. Jack. I, I coughed a lot of stuff. Um, the song's called Wake Up and Live by Bob Marley. That's one of my favorite albums of all time, Survival. Go check it out if you haven't heard it. I also went to Joey H's concert. Um, Joey H is a local um, artist from Columbus. An amazing concert. He was um, an absolutely incredible performer. The crowd was amazing as well. And I guess they actually showed some concert etiquette right i'm not sure if you've seen what's been going on with people throwing stuff at, at it artists it is wild it is wild it is um, crazy mm-hmm. i don't know who these people are that is it for tiktok you think it's funny like who was that girl that got literally hit by a phone in the face oh yeah bb rexa yep. that was bb rexa yeah and then i think this was a marketing stunt mm-hmm. because like Ooh. the dancers in the back didn't stop but Lil Nas X had someone throw. Oh, probably. You said Lil Nas X. That's po- probably. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone threw like a po- pocket pussy at him. Oh and he's like, God. who threw a pussy on stage? But I think that was. He's, a, he's good with marketing. He knows what he's doing. He's a genius. But, and people reported, people reported it like it was a real thing. But realistically, mm-hmm. I think he uh, planned that. Mm-hmm. But it is crazy that people go to these shows thinking they can just do these things. My best friend, Jake, when he was in high school, went to a concert and threw his phone on stage to Uzi. Which I don't know what he was expecting to happen, and Uzi like picked it up and just threw it in the crowd. Oh, dead ass! And actually, and someone actually got it for him, and he called from his friend's phone. And they're like, "Oh, we're we're like outside here at the concert. If you want to get your phone back, like we got you." 
But honestly, um, big kahunas from crazy Jake. Crazy move. Uh, sorry, big kahunas <laughs> from Jake. I could not imagine doing that. It seems like that's what the trend is. People throwing their phones on stage. Hopefully the artist will pick it up and record. But it's like, how are you going to get your phone back? And that $1,000 phone, uh, I kind of need that. So I don't know why that's yeah. been going on. Like you said, BB Rex got hit in the face. If you've not heard about Pink, uh, first shout out to Pink. She's like, um, even she's been in the industry for so long, but she's still killing it. She's still flying across stages. If you've seen yeah, videos of her, um, but someone threw their mother's ashes on stage while she was performing. And it was just so weird and awkward. She's like, what is this? And it was so strange. Um, and of course, Drake recently at, um, Chicago, someone literally threw a phone, chucked it at his knee. Not sure how he didn't buckle and fall, but he kept yeah. it professional and kept singing. Yeah, I mean that. There's a video also of him like people kept throwing bras at him. He's like, "Can you guys stop throwing bras at mm-hmm. me?" And so someone threw a full Jordan Four at him. And he's yeah. like, "Who threw their big ass shoe on stage?" <laughs> Which did someone bring an extra shoe, or did they take off like an expensive Jordan off their foot and like threw it to Drake? Um, it's can be funny, but mm-hmm. it's scary for an artist now that you should like look out for that. So it's on yeah. top of making sure the crowd's safe and everyone's having a good time and no one's getting trampled. Mm-hmm. Now you're like. Duck and weave from yeah. a fucking phone. Especially with what happened with the Travis Scott concert. I think they're really going to shut down on that. And I think those who are continuing to do that are going to be like, I don't know, fined or possible suspensions from going no. to concerts. I'm sure you get like, not j- like you get like charged with assault or something if you throw a phone at an artist. Probably. Uh, I think they had, they had to do something with that. And mm-hmm. Travis, I know, got acquitted of his whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was necessarily his fault. Mm-hmm. That was so long ago, too. It feels um, like it, yeah. But yeah, the people are fucking crazy. Like, what are you you trying to injure these people? And already at concerts, you can't... If you get, like, a water bottle, they take off the cap for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't, like, do one of those, like, twist things and, like, shoot them what? on stage. Crazy. Yeah, they, if, you go to, if you go to a concert, you it's so annoying because then you have to hold a full water bottle. Yep. And you have to, like... You can't finish it because the concert mm-hmm. starts and you have to, like, put it down. Yeah. Which is annoying, but... It's who knows, maybe they start taking phones. Like, you know, at some comedy shows, they take your yep. phones first so you can't record. Maybe it gets to that point. They yeah. Start doing that. Maybe, That'd hey, you know, it'll make sure to keep the actual like experience. I know Dave Chappelle did that as well. Um, just to make sure you keep the jokes in work because, of course, social media ruins everything, all the surprises. So I don't know if I have a problem with that, but I know a lot of people will. But like I said before, that Joey concert was amazing. Another thing that really came to my mind was also just the disparities in income between uh, independent artists and mainstream artists in both sectors, in streaming and in concert venues, live performances. Of course, when it comes to streaming, people are paid pennies of the dollars. There's really like no way to make music as an independent artist through streaming. And of course, the mm-hmm. good old saying in the music industry is there's no music in that, which is cap, which is why labels own and own all the distributing and masters, right? But mm. there's money in performing in concerts. But even today, there is literally no way you can really make money um, with concert venues because first off, most of the time people break even or they lose the money. And it's kind of like a pay to play, especially with Live Nation and Ticketmaster. Sometimes these introductory acts need to literally pay to get on yeah. these stages. And people don't also include the fact of, oh, we need to pay for equipment. We need to pay for transportation. And that's why like your stage designs aren't as complex and great because they just don't have the money to do that. Um, so it's tough. It really is tough out here for them. Yeah, I'm on. So Joey, you sent me videos of it. Mm-hmm. And he was performing with a band, mm-hmm. which is like my favorite thing. Um, shout out to him for doing that. But then you have to pay the band. And yeah. that's another expense you have to go through. Mm-hmm. And when you're an independent artist, you're basically a startup company. And it's, it's like Joey got investors. He had Landshark, the brewery, like invest in mm-hmm. him. And that's kind of what it is. And it's you have to take the chance to invest in yourself. I think it was 
Vince Staples was talking about Mac Miller. But like Mac Miller was such a good thing to young artists because he would take like Vince Staples on tour with one album out and would pay him. Wow. And would show him how to do everything. So like that literally started his career because he was able to make fans and didn't have to worry about like, oh, I'm about to have like eight months of no income. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. You have to invest in yourself. And that's why my girl Jazz always talks about having the album rollouts, but that's another expense that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you hit up a producer and they're trying to like fuck you over and they're going to, well, no, not even fuck you over. They're doing their own small business and they're <laughs> trying to make their money. And then you hit up a videographer for your music video. He's trying to make his money or her money. And it's just every single thing. It's another expense. Your album ends up of being like multi-thousand dollars. And you might be like a 17-year-old. You're like, shit, this is a big barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so annoying when people like show disrespect or boo introductory acts before the headlining act. Because it's like, first off, they're good, but they also just don't have like the space to even get to that level um, without that type yeah. of support, which is so annoying. So always make sure you support the introductory acts. Don't just skip those. Don't just skip them and yeah. just focus on the mainstream artists. Go and actually attend these concerts from beginning yeah. to end. But what's crazy too is the fact that this isn't just independent artists. Uh, this is mainstream artists too. Little Sims specifically for a 20, uh, 21 album, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. In 2022, she had to cancel her USA tour because she yeah. didn't have the money to go on tour. Same thing with Shawn Mendes as well. So it's a thing that's happening like really? across the industry, seriously. So there's just not a lot of money in it. So it's like, where's the money? Artists aren't making money. Yeah. I guess merchandise is that place mm-hmm. now. I know... Um, Camino has a line. He's like, I made a million dollars off the hoodie. Mm-hmm. And Chance, clearly, like that's always the famous story of he made so much money off that three hat mm-hmm. that we'd never see anyone wear, but <laughs> he apparently made like $5 million <laughs> off of it. But yeah, that's why I'm big on like artists. I like when they make their merch like kind of a brand and not just like an ugly t-shirt with a big ass like face of them on it. And separate from that, but I know Drake recently, and I love that he did this, he had to pay $230,000 because he went over his time limit in Detroit, past the city limit. Hey, if you're an artist and you're going to go on late and you're making that money, you better I, – I don't want you to do five songs less because you decided to come on late for your yeah, concert. Yeah, 100%. So shout out to Drake for actually to keep going because mm-hmm. we know a lot of artists that show up late and don't give a fuck about their fans. Nope. And they waste everyone's time. I won't forget um, the Little Uzi concert at OSC. I was a sophomore, so I think you were a freshman. Yeah. Um, he showed yeah. up like like an hour late and literally didn't even – it was like, a, honestly, a 20-minute performance, and he dipped. I will not forget that. Technically, that was my first ever concert, but I don't even consider it because it was really whack. But I'm happy you mentioned about merch because now the situation is companies like Ticketmaster and Live Nation, they're also taking percentages off the merch, which is why merch is so expensive. Really? Yes, because it's not okay. the artist getting money anymore. It's the company that's also making money as well. So now they have to raise the price, and that's when you go to a concert venue. A T-shirt is like 60 bucks. But hey, I mean, it's worth it if you really like that, that artist, but it's crazy. Yeah, the merch. I'm someone who loves getting stuff. At, just like remember the concert. And if it's cool, mm-hmm. I, I'm really happy to get merch. But shit's expensive, yeah. It is. And it's like $100 for a hoodie, and it's a it's a bitch. And that's why I have I guess, a newfound respect for like TikTok artists now. Like, there's no money in this. So the only way you can make money is through social media, right? Through TikTok, through Instagram Reels. And of course, a lot of people clown these artists, but that's literally where the money is, being an influencer. Yeah. I know Seth Such posted on uh, his Twitter that his Instagram got banned because he posted a picture of him at the gym. And like, it's actually just a picture of the gym. I don't know why he was banned. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is sick that they banned me from like my one place of income. 
Yeah. Which is like, yeah, shit. That's like if you're Twitter. I know people whose Twitters have gotten suspended or like permanently suspended for like doing something that doesn't make any sense for them mm-hmm. to be suspended for. And they restart their whole Twitter account and rebuild up their brand. I think that happened to um Dante Thomas, who's a rapper. Maybe. And you have to basically like restart and that that's very discouraging as an it artist. Is. Like, fuck. If I if my I don't have that many followers, we're trying to build it. If I finally <laughs> say got to say two thousand followers and my account was permanently banned, I would like feel lost. Yeah. What the, what was that all for? Exactly. And a lot of the and again, and the fans and the consumers don't really get this. They might look at the videos and think, oh, they're living this lifestyle. But I'm telling you, the majority of artists you see, even the mainstream ones, they're really breaking even. It's really slow, which is why you see them doing all the gimmicks and all the wild things just so they can get some type of publicity to uh, push up that income. You know, so it's really tough yeah. out here for both mainstream artists and independent artists. And speaking of independent artists, one of my favorite artists um, right now is Omar Apollo. Um, I've been so studying, good. yeah, so good, exactly. I've been studying his music a lot in terms of his songwriting, his singing, and is you know, I was going through. What'd you say? Is he independent? Uh, maybe not now, but uh, he oh, did yeah. start independent. Song, maybe he still his is. His song "Kamikaze" is like always mm-hmm. stuck in my head. That song is amazing. Incredible artist, right? And I was looking through his discog, and he dropped an album recently in 2022 called Ivory. And I kind of noticed that they called this album his debut album, even though he already had three albums or projects, I should call them, before. And then it got yeah. me thinking, hey, wasn't The Big Day by Chance also his debut project, even though he dropped three albums, arguably better than The Big Day? Yeah. So my question is, what's going on with um, this this definition change of what an album is? Why aren't artists dropping albums anymore? It seems like people are just dropping projects willy-nilly just because, but I think that's also just the ease of dropping album. There's no restraints from yeah. record labels. Yeah, it's always confusing. Like Kanye... Dr- not Kanye, Conway, the machine, mm-hmm. dropped an album. Maybe it was last year. And he's like, this is my shady debut. Yeah. But it's like, damn, I've heard like five albums from you since I started <laughs> being a fan. And I, I guess it's up to the artist, whatever they want to call it. But like at the end of the day, we see it as a project. So if it works technically for them to say, this is my debut album or my major label debut might be the difference maker because I guess Chance wasn't signed for a coloring book. He called it a mixtape, mm-hmm. at least. And there's... There's mixtapes and there's demo tapes and there's EPs, which I believe is supposed to be five songs or less, but fuck it, mm-hmm. 10 songs, EP. I don't know. It's I, crazy. I don't know what's, cla- yeah. I don't get why they classify it as what they do. I guess it makes them feel better. Like, oh, this is my, I'm going to market this as my debut album, which is bigger than like what this mixtape was. Yeah. And the question becomes, is it because they're scared to drop an official album because there's so much um, anticipation for that? Or is it just by choice and creative expression? In terms of the definitions, right, an EP is three to six tracks. It has to be under 30 minutes. Um, your favorite project, our favorite project, Daytona, is literally seven tracks in 21 yeah. minutes. And it's an album, right? An LP, a full-length album, is seven to 29 tracks uh, between 35 and 60 minutes. But um, I know that Janelle Monet dropped the age of pleasure and that was 12 tracks for 32 minutes so it seems like there's literally no definition and people can kind of drop whatever they want to drop i don't know if that's if you think that's a good thing or a bad thing but i also think because of streaming that's changed that as well and also the genre bending we see as well i think it's just an artistic choice for Mm -hmm. most artists because mixtapes culturally have like a feeling to them like when you Mm -hmm. think of a mixtape you think of something like more raw Mm -hmm. so say jid one of the one of the drop an album where he's rapping over other people's beats and he'll say it's legally signed off. He can put an Apple music. It's mm-hmm. still, he's going to reference that as a mixtape because it doesn't have like the transitions doesn't have mm-hmm. that importance of a album. It doesn't have like a cohesive sound to it. 
but yeah, I think it, at the end of the day, it's just all artistic. Their albums, they want this to be this big whole thing. But yeah, you could point with Daytona. It's a short album, but that's like an artistic masterpiece to him mm-hmm. and to me, obviously. I hundred percent agree. I think it is an artistic expression, but then the question becomes, how does this affect in terms of contracts? Right. Recently, we saw with Drake, yeah. um, he dropped. If you're reading this, is too late, uh, which was technically a mixtape, right? But that was just to get out of his deal. We've also seen artists yeah. being stuck in their deals with Megan Thee Stallion recently with 1501 Certified Entertainment, where she dropped a project, but they didn't consider it an album. And then now she can't release any albums and she's locked into this contract. And in my head, are, is it even possible to make a mixtape in 2023? Like, I feel like obviously in the early 2000s, clearly like 50 Cent or Lil Wayne, these are mixtapes. But in a streaming yeah. world, I don't, I don't know if you can make a mixtape. You can call it a mixtape, but I don't yeah. think so. I guess, well, when I think of mixtapes, not like, I don't know how 50 Cent and Lil Wayne like, released those. I guess you were getting them like on the street in like, CDs. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, if I'm thinking like Friday Night Lights or I'm just thinking of like stuff that was on Dadpiff and on SoundCloud, I think of mixtapes as something that was given out for free. So Chance the Rapper famously was like giving out everything for free. Mm. Like even, I think, Coloring Book was, you could find it on SoundCloud if you wanted. Like completely really? for free. But now everybody can get on streaming services and, I mean, there's Audio Mac, which is great, mm-hmm. but people aren't really using any other sites besides their main Spotify or Apple Music. Maybe some people use Google Play. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's like all these things are like you're paying for them because you're paying for your monthly subscription. So they really like have that mixtape feel. I, get, I think at the end of the day, it's just artistic. Like it has that gritty feeling to it. So you don't think it's a bad thing that there's technically albums are kind of extinct now? I, I don't think albums are extinct. Okay. And like to your point about like the lack of making money, that's mm-hmm. why you're seeing these bloated albums that are over 20 songs. Yeah, and I'll go back to that Uzi album. I'm not. Re- I'm sorry. I'm just not re-listening to it. I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy my first listen, and it's too long for like me to re-listen again. I'm just not enjoying it enough to have to find two songs I like in a haystack of 25 songs. And there are people that love the art of making albums. Someone tweeted yesterday. I think it was Joey Hip Hop was saying, what's an album that you have to listen front to back to really get it? And I was like, to Pimp a Butterfly behind me. Mm-hmm. Some of those songs, you can't just listen on their own. They make so much sense in the context of the album. You can listen to All Right and you listen to King Kunsa separately, but say a new album, like Mother Eyes Sober, like you're not just bumping that. It's just it's <laughs> made for that album. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just who you mess with. And we tend to like artists that create these album sounds to it. And some people like that bloated sound. I literally would, if J. Cole said his album was 25 songs, I would not be happy. And that's my yeah. favorite artist of all time. I mean, it's just too much. I can't, I don't expect this to be that good. But that's the new tactic now, you know, in order to get these streams. And I think Drake started that. I think Drake was the one who pioneered that in 2016 with Views when he made that long album that's never, that wasn't seen before as much yeah, during which that is time a era. Good album. It's a good album. Okay. Wow. I, I was, I'm actually surprised to hear you say that. I, I think you would say it was an awful yeah. project. I like I views, Drake, but Drake doesn't make awful projects. Mm-hmm. He makes bloated projects that have some very generic Drake songs. Mm-hmm. But like it's Drake. Like there's amazing songs in every single album. Well, guess what? If you love him so much, he's going to be dropping his uh, <laughs> <Another> time. <laughs> for all the dogs, his newest projects. And I know you've been having a gripe of artists not dropping consistently. Drake obviously feeds his fans, but I don't know when you think is the best time for artists to drop. How, how often should they be dropping? So I have two things about this one drake came out and he's like there's some artists i think he was throwing a shot at kendrick i don't know their relationship he's saying some of these artists wait way too long 
And some of these artists out there, this is not what he said, but some of these artists way too way too short and it's just like too much music coming constantly. That's a big thing with deluxe albums that they're dropped the week after. And it's like, yeah, let me find my favorite songs in the album first. <laughs> so like Tyler did it perfectly. Two years later, here are the songs that didn't make the album and they're better than like everyone else in the industry's songs in general. But the waiting too long, I saw a Travis Scott snippet was posted from like a radio station yesterday and everyone was like, shit, this can't be on Utopia. It's not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, when Utopia drops, people will say it sucks under 24 hours of when it comes out. And that's because you wait five years, this expectation is going to be ginormous and it never lives up to the expectation. It's not possible. Astroworld, I'm sure at first, when it first came out, I think there was like that Navs verse that was like quiet mm-hmm. and like people were roasting that. I'm sure it wasn't loved at first. It is universally loved now, but everyone, expectations just fuck everything up. And I think, what do these artists do? And we're talking about artists not making enough money. What do they do between albums? Obviously, if you're Travis Scott or Kendrick Lamar, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But some artists, let's say um, Boz, Dreamville, love him so much. His last album was so amazing. It's been five years. I don't know what he does. He might have separate businesses. Good for him if he does. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Man, it gets tiring it's sometimes, dry. you know? You got you to have to show some empathy, Adam, you know? These artists, they, you know, it's it's stressful for all the fame. And, okay, my opinion, I think, honestly, I don't care when artist drops. I feel like it's up to you. It's your artistic integrity. You drop whenever you feel like. Of course, there's a risk of not dropping for a long time, especially in our era, because there's just so many yeah. distractions, so many things coming out. You're going to be forgotten very easily. But I think there's a few artists who can maybe do that. Uh, Travis is one of them. The anticipation is high. But guess what? Yeah, I'm so Even excited. if the album sucks, man, the pockets are fat because if with all this anticipation, right, he's going to have a lot of, he's going to have a solid uh, album sale first week. Yeah. Oh, and he would have, I think he would have had equal sales if it was released last summer. Obviously, mm-hmm. his was pushed back because of him dealing with the Astro World stuff. Mm-hmm. And he dropped like Mafia and what was the other song? Oh, the one with J. Cole. Um, Escape Plan. Escape Plan. Oh, Escape Plan. Mafia was one, yeah. with J. Cole. Yeah. So those were two great songs. And I think that was trying to lead up to Utopia and that kind of mm-hmm. fucked it up. And say you're Rihanna, you have your Fendi business, like you're doing other stuff. But some of these artists, I don't get what they do. And they're not big enough to be doing this. I know J.I.D., when he dropped this album, he said, you're never going to wait this long again for me to drop an album. And it's like, good. And I love Jid. It's one of my favorite rappers of all time. But you also can't wait five years to drop an album. You got to be think, out there touring. You mm-hmm. got to be doing those small things that make your fan base love you. You got to be interacting on social media. And he does a good job of it. So I'm happy he said he's never going to do that again. But come on. We're on come opposite on. poles, I think. For me, I like when artists don't drop for a while. Like you need to build a while? In, at least at least two years, right? Listen, if you want to make an album, dude, if you want to make an album, you need to have lived life. What are you gonna tell me a yeah. year later? You have to have experiences. You have to have changed things. Four forty four wouldn't have came out if Jay dropped consistently. It takes time to create masterpieces like that. To put yeah, a butterfly, masterpieces, damn, et cetera, et cetera. Jay in his like early prime was dropping like every three years or two years. But were all those albums classics and universal? No, not, I mean, exactly. no, no, I agree. But also mm-hmm. not every artist you listen to is listened to for that deep reason. Okay. Like, so if you hear for, for example, the I'm short not, term, right, then you got to drop. Hey, I'm not expecting Travis Scott to say some introspective stuff that will mm-hmm. make me rethink my life. Even his like most introspective song, Coffee, Coffee Bean mm-hmm. on Astroworld, isn't even written by him. Mm. So... Yeah, Sahara, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Go, dude. So I'm not like expecting that from every artist. So I keep going back to Boz because I love Boz so much. And I'm not expecting like the most potent stuff. I just think he makes such good music. So drop. Frank Ocean, I know you're doing other business, but like, drop. What else? You're a musician. You don't have to go on tour. You have enough money, but don't you want to release music? I'm an old head, Come man. I, I like the mysterious music and the mystique and not not coming out, being quiet, and all of a sudden you pop up and it's exciting. That's what yeah. I love. I'll say Drake has, I'm not going to complain because there's going to be great songs on it. Mm-hmm. He has dropped a little frequently for me to really digest all these songs and all this music. And this is separate from this conversation, but apparently this is an R&B album. Can he just drop a full rap album? He's dropped full R&B albums already. Just drop a full rap album and show everyone that you're one of the best rappers of all time, like Pen Game. Just go off. He could do it so easily. You know, and he's what's like sad? boys. But he can he get production right. Get, get DJ Premier production. He's had mm-hmm. DJ Premier featured. It's sad because I don't think he ever will. Listen, my hopes broke with honestly, never mind. I when you you know I was talking crazy when he announced that he's gonna be dropping at midnight. I was like, oh, Drake is back. He's gonna show y'all. I and thought that, we had it. That little house EDM shit. Oh my god, that was unforgivable. The album is not that bad. It's actually it kind of slaps. Yeah, but even so, man, I just album. want I just want 2015 Drake back. I want if you're reading this, it's too late, Drake back. But yeah. hey, and even that album mm-hmm. has great arm like mm-hmm. big cuts. Mm-hmm. And I just want I just want one album, just ten songs, just wrap your ass off. I think it's so easy for if he did it, get a J Cole feature, easy money. J Cole will do it in a second. Mm-hmm. Or he can get anyone. Just get get Hove spitting on her album. Get mm-hmm. J Cole spitting her album. And I would if you get like soul samples on it, I bet every single person would be go. This is the classic album instantly. Hundred percent. But do hey. It. Drake has this brand where he has to appease everybody, so he's gonna make songs that appease everybody. It is what it he is. Can't but hey, flop. hey, if you if you are kind of underwhelmed about Drake, we can talk more about this Travis project, right? So it's definitely coming out on July twenty eighth, just based on some sources, and also Wikipedia says so. And if Wikipedia says something, of course, it's one hundred percent credible. Um, and it basically came out from a little pamphlet he released on social media. And on July twenty eighth is gonna be a like a live stream in Egypt in the pyramids, which is crazy. And he's been also posting some social media videos, um, three of them Shout specifically. Yes. So I'm going to ignore the other two. The main one is he's <laughs> working with Rick Rubin. Listen, I, love um, it. I was kind of underwhelmed, not until he announced it, but beforehand. Because I'm like, it's been five years and Travis has been built up to be this rager guy. It's a lit space theme dude. But I'm telling you, if Travis can really focus on this project, I mean, it's already done now, so it's just waiting for the, the drop. But if you really focus on this album and if he was experimental, if he stayed away from these trap themes, he stayed away from the redundancy of trap music and the production and lyrically, and he actually stepped up his songwriting and he steps up his production. Because I love Travis when he's on his rock, Tim Impala, lo-fi um, vibe. Um, if he has tracks like Coffee Bean, like you said, Skeleton, Stop Trying to Be God, with that Rick Rubin um, understudy helping him, I mean, man. I think this album could be one of the best projects of the year. Yeah. I love that artist check in with Rick Rubin before they drop. Mm-hmm. I saw even a video like he he has so many artists come to his studio that we don't know about. I saw like Kenny mm-hmm. Mason was in his studio. Mm-hmm. So I think Rick Rubin's so in touch with like what's happening. And I was re-listening to Astroworld recently. And mm-hmm. right now I'm for, I'm going through like a can't say phase. Mm-hmm. Just keep playing can't say. Yeah. He's just he's really good. And it's not obviously it's not about what he says. His rapping skill isn't like the highest of lyrical mm-hmm. ability. He's just really good at melodies, and he picks the right artist to come on songs. So yeah, I think he he loves Tame Impala. Like he has these inspirations. 
I'm sure Kanye will be on the album somewhere. Probably. Which, if you like it or not, it will probably be a great contribution to the album. I'm going to say, I'm going to, it's so hard not to go with expectations because they are high, but I can't expect it. I don't expect it to not be good. There's so just no what, way. So on a scale of one to 10, how good do you think this album will be after all the hype? Or will it meet your expectations? What's a, what, what's a five and what's a 10? Uh, I guess five would be mid, I guess, or maybe six is mid. Like I don't what's know. an album? I need, I need an album to can like compare it to. Okay, like well, if five, yeah. let me think. Did Asheville age like, well for you? Let's just mm-hmm. yeah, I think it aged well. Like okay. I, I wasn't into my trap phase when it came out. I was that night. I was bumping swimming. Like that was my album yeah. that night, and that was my album of the summer. So Asheville was something when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows every single song. Yeah. It's a rare album where I think like every song is so popular. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm expecting a similar Astro World. Every single song is gonna be great. And I think like he's the type said, of artist man. that does Oof. I think he does one hour, I think he does fifteen songs. I don't think it's bloated. It's my expectation. Who do you want to see on it? And what producer? So like Abbott. Obviously, Mike Dean, Rick Rubin is in there. We saw yeah. um, also through the promotion on social media that The Weeknd is going to be on there as well. At least it seems like it. He's been in the studio and there's been pictures of him with the security guard holding the Utopia briefcase. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't care much about the features because Travis always goes crazy with them. I'm not hoping for anyone. I'm just hoping that this project um, breaks new ground for Travis. Because I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, man, if he does the same thing like these previous three albums and just just flowing on trap beats, it's lit. That's just lame, um, to me at least. And I just want to see progression. Travis is a really talented dude. And I don't think he should, he should stay complacent. He should continue yeah. to evolve. And this could be the project that really sets him forward and takes him um, above, possibly above, or in between K-Dot, Cole, and Drake. We need that fourth person. There isn't a fourth person. Hip-hop is in a drought right now. We know that. Travis I mean, can fix it, that right here, right now. I know I'm putting yeah. the weight on his shoulders, but I do not care. Yeah. Don't play around. This is Utopia. We've waited yeah. five years, my guy. I would... I would say many people would say Future is in that spot just because mm-hmm. every single album he releases is like a is a hit, like just sales wise and whatever. I would love for Travis to be in that spot. I saw a Bad Bunny was holding the suitcase, which if that song's as good as like it could be, like that's just a global hit. That's the mm-hmm. number one song in the world if they deliver that song. And if I want I want a J. Cole feature. He got him in Mafia singing at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. So they have some type of hookup together. Mm-hmm. Give me I'm down I'm even down for a melodic Cole. Like him, like getting into his like his bag with some melodies, maybe some auto tune. I don't know. Down for it, and hey, Kanye production. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always here for Kanye production. Hundred percent. Even He's though it's a little, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though it's a little shaky right now. I <laughs> yeah, mean, Travis. Shaky. I don't think Travis gives like a shit about what's going on. It's Kanye West. If you can get yeah. Kanye West on your album, which I'm I'm a hundred percent sure Kanye has some part on this album. I don't need him rapping now. His oh heck no. No offense, Kanye. It's been pretty. But... It's been pretty bad recently. But <laughs> yeah, give me some production. Yeah, give me give me a fucking great ass beat. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing too when it comes to making albums with this much weight. How many al- how many songs can he include that are older, or does he have to make a fresh new album? You know, Dominic Fike also dropped his album as well. I was listening to his interview with Zayn Lowe, and one interesting thing he said was similar to many artists who have to hold their albums. His label had to make him hold his album. His album was already done, and majority of the songs on his album were three years old. That's what he said. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to act fake and act like this is new or refreshing because it isn't. So when it comes to Travis, at least, I'm hoping it can be a little bit of new music. Of course, he dropped Mafia and uh, Escape Plan. I don't know. It's kind of a while ago, right? Two years ago? 
Yeah, that was, no, it was a while ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that sucks that artists have to hold their music mm-hmm. because, on one hand, when you release music really fast, which I used to do that in high school, mm-hmm. I'd like make a song, drop it the next week, and then you look back and you're like, oh, that song wasn't that good. Sometimes you do need to live with a song for a year, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, when you do go through different life experiences, say you make a song about a a breakup, a whole album, mm-hmm. and they shelf it for three years, now you're in a happy relationship. It's like, I don't even feel this way anymore. <laughs> this is just not, I don't relate to this. I've grown. Yeah. And J. Cole's been making the fall off since Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah. How is he sitting with these songs for that long? You would have to be tinkering with it. Mm-hmm. Or just drop it. I don't, I want music. So this goes back to the whole, how often she dropped. I think it has to be, like, how How can you sit with an, a song for three years? Yeah, but I also don't think J. Cole wants to hear hip-hop Twitter or a bunch of critics being like mid or trash. I think he really wants to drop a classic. Yeah. Let's be honest. But Let's people... be honest, okay? Listen to this. To me, J. Cole has one classic album, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. I don't want J. Cole to peek at that album. And I want tape. him... What? And, oh, and the mixtape, sure. But right I'm talking about yeah. studio albums. Mixtapes are okay. courtesy. I want studio albums. He just has one, and that was in 2014. It's currently 2023. He needs to peek one more time. He has to. I think he will. Okay. But people will too. say... I mean, every verse he spits. You saw B dot's list. He has him a number one, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. of, a, of a list. Yeah, but that for for summer for, to summer from Cole, crazy mm-hmm. verse. Love that one. I'm trying to think what else has dropped this year. That he has a couple features. Yeah, did you see B dot's list? He was what number one or number two? He was number one for no yeah. reason. Yeah, I, I was like, did he's, he even drop anything this year? <laughs> or, he's ridiculous, bro. He, all he, my life. They interviewed Conway, who dropped an album this year. That's a very good album. Mm-hmm. And like, especially lyrically, Conway is amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't have him top ten. Like, if I'm Conway, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like, why'd I go on your <laughs> show? Ah, that that's fucked up. But that list is like Cardi B. I'll be honest. Every feature Cardi B drops, it's mm. really good. I'm I'm very impressed whenever she drops. I like the um, "Rip Me Out the Bus" because I'm feeling brand new. <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 a fire track. I'm trying to think who else was on that list. It was a bad. It was a very bad list. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic Fike though. It was a dope album. I actually released really him this morning. I don't mm. like when he raps. Really? That's you don't like Sunburn? I like the end of Sunburn. That is crazy. Little do you know, think... he was a rapper. He was a rapper, really? but as soon as he signed... The interesting thing about Dominic Fike was he was kind of... Um, he had a really interesting uh, upcoming story, a coming up story. Um, a lot of drug abuse with his family. Um, a lot of, lot of imprisonment and things like that. But he was in jail when he signed his record label. And he, the real reason he signed it was because he needed the money to get out, to support his family and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and he, there was a bidding war for him, but he kind of focused on this one label, and that's been it ever since. But beforehand, he was like a known rapper in Florida, like a local street like rapper. Really? Incredible rapper. Yes, like underground scene until he oh, signed the label, and they completely flipped him to this pop star and literally deleted all of his old hip-hop stuff. So you will not find it. It's hard. That's crazy. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's rapping is a little cringy for me. And like some of the poppy. songs in the album, too poppy, and some of the songs in the album are a little cringy for me, but that's like not, some people love that type of music. Pop music, but it is what it is. Yeah. But the songs where he's like singing, I really love Mona Lisa. Um, mm-hmm. 4x4 is one of them. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Oh, there's certain songs where I'm like, this is a really good song. Some I'm like, mm-hmm. this kind of sounds like the Kid Leroy. It's not really my thing. Yeah. But hey, shout out to him. Hey, Mona Lisa, but- fucking fire. Cardi B might drop as well. And again, maybe Cole might do something or maybe next year. The biggest thing with Cole, we can end it on here, is I think he will deliver only because sometimes when you watch rappers, they hit a plateau, not because they're not good enough, but they kind of just stay where they're at. 
J. Cole, to me, is better than he's ever been, ever in his career. He is improving, and we're seeing it in yeah. lifetime. Kendrick has always awesome. been goaded. I'm not saying he's not improving, but I feel like he's just as good as he was in 2015. But I think J. Cole now is a lot better than he was in 2014, 2015, etc. Yeah, and similar to, so you wanted to say last episode that Kendrick was having fun on whatever he was. That, the hillbillies. I want to take back my oh, statement, no. too. The song is not bad. I think it's bad. But <laughs> J. Cole... I and mean, that's what Cole said about the offseason. He's like, I was just having fun again. So that's what, to me, that's what fun looks like. You're just barring out on songs. Okay. Applying pressure. Start back with my... That's, uh, sure, he's having fun, he was, but he was, he's taking it serious. Kendrick was not taking it serious. It was just a troll song. So it can't yeah, be okay. bad or good to me because he's just trolling. Yeah. And one last comment about the albums taking long to release. Cardi yeah. B. It's five plus years. I mean, I'm yeah, sure she's she has enough money. But hey, I, when she drops... It'll be a. It'll probably be a hit because she's good. Do you think she, it'll I, sell? I, just, I like her. I think it will sell. She, I just like her voice and her personality. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She clearly makes great songs. She's that mix of like Latina mm-hmm. music and has like the rap. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's great. Oh, isn't, and yeah. isn't Nicki, Nicki isn't Nicki Minaj dropping soon? I have no clue. I don't know. But Cardi's hey, an interesting up. case, man. Oppenheimer one week, Barbie one week. Let's go. We're eating. Yeah, I already have Oppenheimer already scheduled. I've already got the tickets. Really? Barbie, I, I, my friends like clowning me, but like you guys don't understand. Barbie's gonna go crazy. Don't sleep it. on it. Exactly. I'm gonna see it. Exactly. But just to end this on Cardi too as well. And if you know, this was a good combo, but we can end it. I feel whatever. We can end it here. <laughs> <laughs> but Cardi, uh, I've just never seen an artist to just come in, shake up the industry. And literally just disappear and not drop music ever again. And I think it's a record label yeah. thing. Because remember, she had like, it's up and it's stuck yeah. and WAP. I think those are supposed to be on the project. But I don't know what's going on with her label. She had oh. a problem. Now they're fine. They're holding it. I don't know. But I don't know. She just drops She just drops hits. And now she's like, an, with only one album out, she's like an OG mm-hmm. for these girls. And she just hops on the songs she likes. And it's awesome. Do you think she's goaded or not yet? So hard with one album. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Lauren Hill. Hey, she she got a Grammy. <laughs> right, she got a Grammy. She got a Grammy. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. There's always like beef amongst female rappers, as if, mm-hmm. and it's always this thing. Like, can't why does there only have to be one female rapper? Why can't mm-hmm. there be a bunch? And I think that she's doing a good job of being like an OG who hops on songs to make it more mm-hmm. friendly. It doesn't have to be beef all the time. Yeah. All these guys get to like hop on each other's songs and be friends. Facts. Why can't the girls do it? Same thing with like the NBA players. People are like, I miss the beef. But I think it's cool that these guys, they get in the NBA. Like they've grown up playing AAU basketball. They're mm-hmm. all boys now. Like everyone's friends. Hey, hopefully your dreams come to fruition. All the female rappers will get together and just get on this huge collab. Um, but right. if you guys made it to the very end, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. If you haven't done so already, if you like what you hear, like, subscribe, share the good news. But I think that's Ooh. all we have to say for today. Until next time, I'm missing anything, Adam. Nah. All right. And we are out. Peace.